0: This podcast is rated off for of realness. Explicit fucking content.
1: What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to
2: episode 122 Oh, Get your fucking finger out of my face! Podcast. Get your
1: finger out of my face! Ah! Yeah. I'm Rich Leriz. That's Basement Jar. We got news. We got good news. We got bad news. We got all the news this week. And Jar's got a rant. He's on an episode of SmackDown. Really big shoe this week, if you will. Oh, say
2: can you hear the Basement Bookers! We're here.
1: (laughs) I, I, I flash back to what's his face, fucking singing the Russian national anthem.
0: Who's brought
2: smiles and big laughs from the basement today? Rich Doris is over there. And basement chairs here. He's got giant biceps. Keep going. Go ahead. Check out my sweet hair. Gay proof the day that these bros keep it real. So keep on listening, you fucks there on your podcast thing. <laughs> For the land of the real and the
0: For that. You're welcome. That's that's our new tradition, right? Every week. Well, the Fourth of July's coming up. I thought we'd get all patriotic up in this motherfucker.
1: Ah, okay, okay. So the good, bad, and ugly news is: if you're a fan of the King, charges the domestic dispute charge against him. Have been I'm dropped. not a fan of the King. I'm not a fan of the King either. I respect him, but I don't like his commentary. And so they lifted his suspension, and so he's probably gonna be, he's gonna be back on SmackDown. I'm week.
0: very disappointed in all of this.
1: I think they could have held him
0: for a couple of weeks. Look, I think they should have held him in contempt of the court. Because he thinks he's a king.
2: He, he, he thinks he's a king. We don't have a king.
0: That's right. We did this whole war thing mm-hmm. to not have a king. Revolution. And this guy, yeah, this guy walks around like he's the king or something. So does that mean he's going to be on TV?
1: Probably next uh, SmackDown. I don't know, man. I liked David Otunga on commentary. He was very, very easily ignorable. I wouldn't know. I know. Because SmackDown sucks.
0: Until July 19th. Not only does SmackDown suck, but Raw sucks. That's just my opinion. I mean, there's a lot of it that's just not fun. I didn't think it was that bad.
1: Yeah, like, like, it was like, why do you have two enhancement matches? And Billy Kay's, it, yeah. she's better than enhancement, but,
0: I don't know, she looks great, though. Oh, it's kind of dumb, huh? I didn't watch oh, well. it, so yeah, it has to be because it yeah. wasn't on Raw. Yeah, whatever it was, which I almost slept through. That's yeah, the Yeah,
1: they, t- they were two t- matches on Raw. I don't remember them right now. I'm not gonna look back. Um, never look back. Did you hear that Roman was forced to apologize to the
0: locker room before he went to serve his suspension? I didn't hear it directly, mm-hmm. but it sounds like s- something stupid. Um, what is this? What is this, fifth grade? A a, 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 he was talking in class? Apologize to the class, Roman. That's silly. I think they did that because of the whole Adam Rose thing or something, maybe. I don't know. No. I don't know, but reportedly,
1: that came from Marcarano, which means that it came from Triple
0: H rather than Vince. Triple H did steroids. Did he? I'm pretty sure he's done steroids. Mm. I know it's a wild accusation. I got no proof. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't. But for the sake of this argument, he did. Because okay. I said.
1: Now, do you think
0: that that's... I mean, he was pretty jacked during the early days of the, the, his own thing when he went off on his own. His child. Mm. His child. Remember that song. Zorta, Zorta.
1: That uh, that part I don't remember. I remember his time. I don't remember
0: because it's his time. Oh. I, I put that in. That's oh, not the okay. song. That's why I didn't remember. It's all time. time.
1: Listen, no fuck with
0: my memory. It's bad enough as this. Oh, speaking of memory, I ordered sixteen gigs of RAM. I'm upgrading. Now, if only we could put that in
1: my brain, maybe that
0: there's no room. Nah, no. it's full of. Nonsense. Maybe if you yeah. gutted it a little bit, maybe you made some room. Working on
1: it right now. New vodka this week,
0: or Zell. That doesn't do anything to your mind, it's your liver.
1: those brain cells too. Do. Does it? Oh, no problem.
0: Mm, then why do it? I'd like to get drunk. It uh, it's good to get, it's good to have aspirations, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I think, so, the apology thing, I think, is Triple H's experience of probably being, of being in the locker room when, I guess, maybe a leader had screwed up and had to be punished or whatever. Um, so he felt, I guess, when he was a younger talent, he felt that if someone that was like a locker room leader and they screwed up like that, like he, Roman's out of the game for a month. So, so, like that's gonna that might screw up their house show attendance.
0: Which oh, from so what I hear, Roman isn't over. So he, what's the big deal? Everybody says he's not. Yet he is. It's more affecting his money. Yeah, he he is reportedly
1: set to lose a hundred grand on this. He's only going to get revenue from merchandise sales and um, royalties.
0: you're not getting any sympathy from me, I don't make nearly as much money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, Steph may have put her foot in her mouth uh, by saying, quote, UFC, they can make a big star, but the second that person loses, they lose credibility. And how do you continue to make that star rise? Ronda Rousey. Yup. So, Rhonda lost, but you're still trying to get her on your biggest show of the year. But she's not credible anymore, right?
0: Like, she can't, she can't rip arms off anymore. That's it. She lost. That's it. It's over. Wow. There's a certain thing that happens to a fighter when they lose. And, maybe she might not have the will to fight anymore. I don't know. Maybe uh, she wants to have little Travis Browns. You know wait, she's dating Travis
1: Brown. I didn't know that. Wait, Travis Brown is the fighter. Who was I thinking? Travis Barker. I was thinking Travis Barker, the drummer. I don't know why. Anyway. It's a good thing you're yeah, editing this week. You can
0: make <laughs> yourself sound less...
1: I don't I don't need to. You will. I don't have an agenda. You, yeah, you
0: do have an agenda. I don't have an Take agenda. Take over this show. Base, base bit Riz. Listen, bro. Riz, The Riz experience. Listen, bro. The Riz. I can't make, like... I'm trying to put, like... Like a, like a Riz journey. Adventures of the Riz.
1: The riz experience, Riz quest. That. Um, so, she put her foot in the mouth. With that. Brock lost. He's still friggin'... No one will... Would... Fuck with Brock. That was a while ago. Except Mark Hunt. But, you know. Rock Hunt's comes in and get
0: his ass kicked. Oh, uh, I hope. I might put money on that, too. Um. I don't condone gambling, man. Unless you know what the fuck you're doing. Do you?
1: I know Um, that I'm going to put, like, on draws on Punk. And if he loses, I don't get any money back. But if he wins, I get
0: $335. Can you not put money on that fight because I want him to lose? And I'd feel bad if he lost and you lost money.
1: That's
0: okay. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. I don't want CM Punk to lose because I don't like him. I feel like I don't know the guy. I don't know if he's actually been in a real fight. But I think losing a fight in front of the world mm-hmm. will be a humbling experience for him, a positive experience. Experience for him, and he'll grow. I feel like he needs that. I feel like he's a person that needs that.
2: Hmm.
1: Interesting perspective. Yeah,
0: I do. I think um, our failures, our failures, can make us better. I really believe that. That's good.
1: Very motivational.
0: Yeah, that's that's all I got though. It's okay. all it's all downhill from here.
1: Y'all are screwed now. <laughs> PW Insider is reporting that WWE made an offer to Cody Rhodes about possibly signing a Legends deal. Doesn't necessarily need to include any appearances, but it would allow them to continue
0: selling his merch. I wouldn't do that if I was him. I'd wait. Make him sweat it out? Yeah, well, as right now he's doing his own thing, and if if I believe happens, what I believe is going to happen, happens, which is building the Cody Rhodes brand will make him more of a, what's the word? Commodity? More of a commodity for them.
2: That's so building up his, his price
0: tag, building up his own image. Yeah, his brand. Image. His brand. He's not producing anything. Listen, you say tomato, I say brand.
1: You say brand, I say fuck you, you mean image. It's real
0: mature of you. And when I say brand, I mean brand. Fuck you. What I mean. Fuck that. No, brah. Fuck you. You keep saying that because (laughs) it's not bothering me. You sound like a fool. Actually, it's another word that rhymes with cool. It's tool. Or ghoul. No, tool. Definitely tool. Bruh. Bruh. So, your boy
1: Dwayne is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Have you heard about that? The Rock. Yes. Yeah, Dwayne. The Johnson. Rock. The Rock was a wrestler. Dwayne Johnson is an actor. Oh, he's The Rock. Dwayne will Always be The Rock.
2: You know, we're not going to... I this know. This doesn't work. I know. You can't change my opinion. So,
1: Dwayne Johnson likes to be called The Rock. The Rock. Is getting us around the Hollywood fame. It costs them thirty grand because you got to pay
0: for that. Wow, thirty grand to the Rock. I'm just saying,
1: like, who who gets this money? The Hollywood... the
0: the, the board city of, does the board of the Hollywood fame. The city. Do you know what thirty thousand dollars is to people who are rich? It doesn't matter. It's I'm concerned where it's going. Why do you care?
1: I, I'm not saying I care. You're curious, curious.
0: You're curious where it's going. I'm sure you can Google it. Don't do that now. I, I don't care enough. I don't know, man. I can't tell you. What if they charge them $20? You okay with that? Yeah. What if it's just dues? Like uh. your dues. You pay your dues. You seen your dues. Remember that? Yeah, that was bullshit.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that, so. You made a scene you So you didn't get a yearbook? Did you get like half a cap and gown? I didn't graduate
0: from high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so I definitely didn't get that. See? See, kids? You don't need high school. It's GED. Good enough. school, kids. Yeah, yeah. Rich Deris stayed in school. I did. You he, could he, be a success just like him. Podcast will be. That's right. In the basement. That's what we do. That's why he's the executive producer. You're the executive producer now.
1: So you are too. We're the same rank. We do the same shit. I'm Everybody. the
0: architect.
2: I'm called architect. I called it.
1: Then I'm the dude. No,
0: you're the executive producer. And the dude. No. If we're using SHIELD terms, I'm the dude. No, because I explained to you that the basement booker's name is my idea. The basement booker's podcast, my idea, must mm-hmm. like the SHIELD. I'm the dude. No, you're not. I'm not the guy. You're not. This not. I'm the dude. No. Is my hand not messy enough? All right, fine. I am I am the creator. You are the executive producer. Freaking fancy-ass terms. I feel like I should be wearing a suit or something. You are wearing a suit. Oh, yeah. That is the benefit of an audio medium. People can imagine us in any way they like. Like you have a suit. Fix your fucking tie! No, I don't feel like it. All right, see? You don't have to. Fix your face. Better? Fix it. I did. Alright. You're being... You're not... I don't feel energy here. I'm not feeling energy. Only one of us has been up since 4 a.m. Wake up, man. Right. Red Bull time. Red Bull. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Feel that shit. So Podcast One is doing this thing where they're launching the Jericho Network based on the success of his Jericho's podcast.
0: I don't like his as much as I like Jim Ross's or Steve Austin's. Yeah, I don't think it's... I think it's more... I don't, it can't
1: be a network. Like, it's not a network. It's not going to be like the WWE Network. You can't have a network
0: within a network.
1: Yeah, this Podcast One. That's already in its own fashion A network. Yeah, it is a network. Kind of. So, yeah. Yeah. So, So it's like a sub-network. But still on the same network. Um, Umbrella. Yeah, so this is just going to be a sub-series?
0: Maybe we could get on there.
1: Well, all that I know so far is that Conan is going to have his own recurring podcast. And he's another one that I have issues with because he he likes to bring the hate online, and that's annoying.
0: Chris Jericho, if you're listening, the basement bookers are available to join your network. That'd be cool. Got a cool, catchy name.
1: You can't change us. Right? We're as real as real as gets. Mm-hmm. I might come to work in not-suits every now
0: and then, though. No, we're not going anywhere. As a caveat, we will only bro- we'll only record from here. We will upload to whoever. That is it. Mm-hmm. We'll not leave here. That's right. My goal is to work from home. I don't want to go anywhere. That's the that's the dream. That is the dream. Like if I knew staying in school would get me a job where I don't have to go anywhere, I would have done it.
2: Hmm.
0: I don't think you were thinking that big then. Exactly. That's why I said if I know. Had I known. Hmm. That's why it's important to go to school. It is. To have to fix what I said earlier, in case there's any impressionable folk listening. There you go. And it's also never too late to go back.
1: I think maybe there should be another level of school between high school and college. Because, you get out of high school and you're 18, right? Allegedly. Theoretically. Now, I had, like, I had an idea what I wanted to do. But that changed. And that changed again. And then when I, cha- when I changed, I said, you know what? I've already been in college a right year and a half. I got three jobs. I had three jobs. It was ridiculous. Let me just do the jobs. They're making me money. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm having a good time. Yeah, college. I think if there was another le- uh, level of schooling... Where for a year, they let you try out different jobs that you might want, different jobs or careers that you might want to do, kind of like an internship program. That way, like let's say you have uh, like five these five ideas that you that you might want to do. Like maybe you want to be a doctor, maybe you want to be a lawyer, maybe you want to a, a photographer, um, psychiatrist.
0: Bill tramp- what build
1: tramp. Trampoline builder. Yeah. That's a word. So, you go and you try it. That way you know what you're going to be getting into. As opposed to, you know, you just go go to school and and learn to be that before you even know for certain that's what you want. 18-year-olds don't know anything. I didn't know anything. I still don't. I know. It's okay. I love you, bro.
0: I don't want your approval. It's
1: okay. It's there anyway. So, this, like, ver- I think very, very few people really know what they want to do when they're 18. Maybe make it optional. Yep. Maybe have it work towards college credits because it'll be life experience. It'll, it'll be on-job experience. I think if you... Everybody should have experience points. Yes. And then you level up. hmm Honestly, if, like... For a while, I wanted to be a pharmacist, right? Because, you know, I was good at chemistry, I liked chemistry, and I knew pharmacists made pretty good money. And you can work locally, and, you know, to and from work, and whatever, right? But, then I realized, all pharmacists ever do is count out pills.
0: Yeah, sounds really boring.
1: Boring as hell. If you want to actually do the stuff that I enjoyed, which is mixing chemicals together... Then you know, you gotta work at a lab. And that automatically means you gotta do lab reports. I hated lab reports. They're miserable.
0: So not a pharmacist, that. Wow. Well that was the uh, corner of life there. We learned some stuff. School.
1: There you go, that's my theory. Did you wanna do your episode now, or should we discuss
0: the disasters of, uh, Raw and SmackDown this week. Well, I think, I think sometimes it's best to contrast. So, I like to leave people with a good taste in their mouth. So, feel free to put bad stuff in people's mouths. Explain yourself. Because you he said something to uh, me earlier. That's like
1: what, uh, that's what Biggie said. Okay. okay. On, uh, that episode's first. He said, um, we're put nasty stuff in kids' mouths.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <with good movies. laughs>
1: And Xavier's like, oh, you had to go there. Yeah. You, went, you went there. It was great. That was great. It was funny. This is a very funny show, Swerved. Watch that episode.
0: You Just watch, watch Just all. Side. You can watch every season of Swerved. All two. All two of them. Right now, on the network, when they let you watch what you want to watch. Swerved is tied for the most
1: number of seasons for an original show on the WWE Network. Two. Tied with what? unfiltered. They're working on a second season of the Monday Night Wars. I don't know what the hell other content they have.
0: I think, yeah, I think we've heard what we needed to hear about the Monday Night Wars. I'm not sure. I don't like, know what they could get. Trevor, get a brand new sponge right out of the package? I'd imagine so. You squeeze it. I squeeze it.
1: Nothing comes out, right?
0: Yeah. I think that's where they're at. Huh. They should add water.
1: They should add water. You add water. They are watering it down. They gotta be watering it down. I really don't think they have any content. Yeah. Alright, before we talk about Seth's worked shoot, you you watched the Sasha and Paige versus Dana and Charlotte, right? You saw that match? Yeah. How closely did you watch that match? Not very. Right after the commercial break, Dana Brooke tagged in, but she tagged Paige. What? That happened? Yep. She blind tagged her opponent,
0: and the ref's like, okay. Tag! Alright, I think that would have been easily cleaned up if the ref did.
1: Tag! I don't think he necessarily did that, but, you know. It obviously was okay, because he didn't send her out of the ring and call her an idiot for, for a fucking tagging page. Like, he should've. That's
0: kind of like what Cameron tried to Pin with someone on their stomach. Yeah. She's like, count it! And like, she's on her stomach.
1: <laughs> so bad. She could have cleaned that up, too. She was smart. Did, they, did she quit? Did they fire her? She's gone, right? They
0: fired her. Why didn't they do that, like, five years ago? Because they were waiting for her to make a dumb comment like she did in the Ryback situation. Why did they even
1: hire her after that fucking... Tough enough thing. I don't know. Alright, one other thing that pissed me off. You know what really grinds my gears? The wave. The wave grinds my gears. And Enzo, I love ya. Don't ask the fans to do the fucking wave. They're not at a baseball game. They're not at a football game. They're not at a hockey game. They're at a wrestling event. That's so stupid. I remember now.
0: They fought enhancement talent. You see, did they? Yeah, it was two drivers. Yeah, they beat them like really quick. Three moves, I counted. It's like they sent them out there to make them do the wave. That shouldn't be encouraged. That kind of behavior. Now he's opened Pandora's box. He's trying to make
2: him make it their thing.
1: I hope not. I hope that it was a one-time thing. I do if, if it was, I'll let it slide. But, Zoe, no. Fuck the wave, man. New Day mocking the Wise was great.
0: That was the funniest part.
1: It's the best <laughs> part of Raw,
0: to me. Do you want to talk about this work, Shoot? It's not much to say, it's just... They tried to be real, but it's not because you wouldn't have the tweet ready to go. Yeah. Right away. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, Seth would have taken out his phone and read it himself. Yeah, he would have had it on his phone. Or. And it's like, even if you you do have a live mic, the truck shut it off. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, what are you doing?
1: So, Seth, uh he's a heel
0: he, he's still a heel Roman, Romans. Roman's a guy who made a mistake that doesn't make you bad or good makes him human I don't I don't know like I guess I understand because of the whole like Vince McMahon versus the United States government thing mm-hmm. but I mean it's not like it's a combat sport you know you're not really going out to fight somebody. It yeah. To work. Yeah, but the thing is. I know it's a health concern. Yeah,
1: they you. are bad for you.
0: Yeah. I just. I think you should be able to do whatever you want with your body. If you. If. Prescribed by a doctor. Mm-hmm. A trained medical professional. That's all I gotta say about that.
1: Reminds me of the the John Jones issue where they found cocaine in the system. UFC's okay with it, but, like, hey, cocaine in the system, that's not legal. Yeah, it's not enhancing his performance either. Some say that when you're on coke you feel less pain.
0: Maybe he just likes the way it makes his heart feel like it's going to explode.
1: Remember when he fought Chael Sonnen and he broke his toe?
0: Yeah, he didn't notice it was broken until Joe Rogan was talking to him. Yeah,
1: and Joe actually pointed it out. Yeah. And that that shit was nasty. That's adrenaline,
0: dude.
1: I don't know if that's just adrenaline. It is. I'm not not trying to accuse him. I'm just saying that that would be, you know...
0: Yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. Your favorite term.
1: Um, So, I'll fill you in on SmackDown because I thought it was... It started good, at least. I'll take your word for it. Uh, Starting with a fatal four away for the number one contendership for Rusev's US title. Cesaro, Paul Cruz, Sheamus, and Del Rio. Uh, Cesaro won. Uh, who attacked him? Del Rio attacked him after the match, and he was out on the ribs, and yada yada. Rusev got uh, one with the accolade. But! Rusev won with the accolade? Yeah. Rusev a it was in the same night?
0: Yeah, it was right after. Oh, that's crazy.
1: Rusev came down, saw Cesaro was hurt. He's like, I don't want to wait till later. I don't want to have this match now. Okay. So Makes Cesaro sense. took the commercial break to recover and everything. Doesn't
0: make sense from a rule standpoint. Like, why does Rusev get to make the match? he's champ.
1: Also, it's exciting.
0: Is it? Yeah.
1: Okay. than a regular SmackDown with no title match. No fatal forward to term the contender, and then
0: right That's there it is. like
2: the inmates run in the asylum. Where the hell is Shane and Stephanie?
0: If they want SmackDown so bad, maybe they show up to a taping. Shane's on vacation every other. Have you ever
1: noticed, like, Seth always says he's on vacation, and never once says, how can he be on vacation if he only works once a week? It's a good question. Like, you're off six days. If I had to only work one day a week, I'm never fucking calling out.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> Me neither. Wait, wasn't she
2: on vacation?
0: The week previously? I don't remember what she
1: said. Maybe. She's a heel though, so. Heels do that. I guess. Like, you could run a from home. Like, the Anonymous GM? Yeah. Just watch the show. Call into someone. Call into Michael Cole. Tweet him.
0: Well, Vince goes to work all the time. He doesn't even call out sick. Dude, kayfabe, hey, bro. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Seth. Seth's work, shoot. Like, the first, I want to say, 45 seconds was good, and then I felt him go into the rhythm of someone else wrote this for me. So now I'm saying it. As they wrote, yeah. Writing is hard. Speaking of writing being difficult, would you like to enlighten us with
0: Jer's Smackdown? Well, episode two. This week's episode of Jer's Smackdown is brought to you today by the the drink I just drank, sparkling ice, whatever, and Orzel vodka. When well, you want the bubbly-taste soda, but none of the shit. That stuff I just drank. And it was all Okay. Chapter one. In the beginning, there was the McMahons. Fitz McMahon Sr. grew up in a rural town off the... A savignette? No, I was... This is the prologue to SmackDown. What do you mean prologue? Is it like the new intro? Yeah, first we're going to talk, we're going to read into uh, the uh, Vince McMahon Sr. and how he grew up in his childhood, and how he met his wife, and then we had Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and how Vincent Kennedy McMahon wrote the territories out of business, and this, it's, this is the whole thing. And then we're going to get into Raw, and how they made Raw, and then why we have SmackDown. Then we're going to go to the show. Are
1: you doing this every week? No. You know it's only a
0: two hour show, right? All right. So, the show opens with what looks to be the normal Don't Try This At Home video that the WWE puts out. Only, most of it is replaced highlighting what Roman Reigns did to Alberto Del Rio, including what wasn't on television. Del Rio receiving medical attention, as well as concern from the faces of fellow superstars enemies, and former allies alike, because they watch on the monitors they want to learn something. Uh, that was a, a note that I put. At the very end of the voice of Roman Reigns is heard, try me at your own risk. This is a dangerous man, folks. Mm. And I opening place. I wrote that, just the opening. And then, uh, okay, so the announcers welcome us to this week's episode of SmackDown. They say they will have an update on Del Rio's condition later on. They never do, cause I forgot to write that in. Haha, <laughs> you can always swing it. Yeah. They speculate if the pressure of being champion has caused Roman to snap. King says, pressure? The man was possessed! Segment one. Chris Jericho hosts the highlight reel guest is Triple H to address Roman Reigns. This is Y2J. Unless you stupid idiots have been sleeping under a rock or too busy licking nacho cheese off your fingers to watch the video package, you know about the savage beating Roman Reigns put on Del Rio last week. So tonight, the COO Triple H has decided to address this on the best talk show in WWE history the highlight Reel. I don't agree with that, but that's what he always says. Triple H's music hits. He walks down the ramp as Jericho looks on. Wearing a stoic mask, portraying no emotion whatsoever. This is business. Welcome to the highlight reel, sir. I want to cut to the chase here. You and I have known each other for a long time. We both have done things that maybe crossed the line. But let's face it, we were just a little more civilized. Than that savage Roman Reigns. What he did was hard to watch. And I've wrestled for WCW. (laughs) Very good. You're right Chris. Uh, We have known each other a long time. And we both know how much I care about this business. Uh, Del Rio has three broken ribs. And his jaw has been wired shut. Uh, Needless to say. He will not be able to compete. This is my Triple H. <laughs> Great. Now I have a problem. Not only do I have to pay Del Rio while he recovers, our SmackDown roster is down a man. That's bad for business. There are consequences to all action, and as such, the board of directors have empowered me to find Roman Reigns. If it were up to me, he would be stripped of the title, Roman Reigns Music Hits, after a three-minute delay. The champion makes his way down the ramp. Three whole minutes. So long time. Exactly. Uh, I exaggerate, so let's lower that down to a minute. This is why rewrites happen, I think. Because like, stuff like that. Mm. Um, anywho. Because he's making everybody wait. On his waist, he wears the heavyweight championship. In his hand, he appears to be holding a small rectangular booklet. Dwarfed by his gloved hand, the expression on his face is that of a man who has found a new purpose. Roman walks up the steel steps, first looking to his left, then to the right. A stair meant to burn the whole arena to ashes. He then looks to Y2J at Triple H and enters the ring. It's like a story. Jericho makes his way behind Triple H as he is concerned for his safety. His own safety.
2: Please welcome Roman Reigns to the Highlight.
0: That he's cut off. Before Y2J could finish his sentence, Roman Reigns closes the distance between himself and the COO. The tension's so thick, a a chainsaw will be necessary to cut through it. Don't do anything you're going to regret, Roman. Be smart. Uh, Roman Reigns motions to remove a pen from his pocket. He then begins to write in this booklet as if he's not standing before the COO, a man who makes or breaks careers on a whim, but a non-entity. He removes what appears to be a check from the booklet and holds it up. The camera zooms in only enough to see it's been signed, the rest blank. He then places it in the COO's breast pocket and forcefully passes it knocking the COO back five inches, almost falling back on Y2J, Chris Jericho. Triple H looks at Roman, attempting to maintain the COO facade. He removes a check from his pocket and raises his mic to speak into it. Only Roman grabs the mic before Triple H can say a word. That's a check. Right, you're fine. Money ain't nothing but paper. I don't have to tell you that, Paul. Ooh. (laughs) You see, the past couple of days, I've been thinking about what I did to Del Rio. And the only regret I have is that I didn't end his career for good. Just in case you forgot just who the hell I am, I've beaten legends in this ring. Legends like Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and the list goes on. That was Triple H. I know I didn't transition properly. Sorry, I picked up on it. Oh, I know exactly who the hell you are. That's wrong. The same man I made my bitch at WrestleMania. The same man whose wife I speared and you didn't do a damn thing about it. Y2J looks odd in disbelief at what he just heard. Triple H goes to attack Reigns, but Roman is just a second faster and knocks Triple H down using his microphone, leaving him lying. Y2J looks down at Triple H and backs away out of the ring, making a hasty exit. We go to break. As we return from break, Ronaldo informs us that Roman Reigns has been given the night off. No further details have been given. Segment 2. Cesaro, with Tyson Kidd versus Dolph Ziggler. Heel. Cesaro's entrance music plays. He enters first doing his 007 gimmick, as Tyson Kidd walks out after him, doing the look-at-my-homeboy gesture. You, you know, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like, uh... Razor Ramon. Nash. Yeah, Hall Nash, right? Uh... Dolph Ziggler's music plays, as he enters... A small promo window opens in the bottom left from earlier in the day as he makes his way to the ring. "I'm so sick and tired of playing games with you people. you don't appreciate the zigman. With the new brand split comes opportunity, and I'm not going to sit here with my hand out. I'm st- for that brass ring. I'm snatching it out from anyone in my way. Show off. Bell rings with both competitors in the ring ready to square off. As Tyson Kidd cheers on his best friend Cesaro, Cesaro has the upper hand throughout the match until Ziggler thumps Cesaro in the eye as he is lifting him off the outside apron into that suplex Cesaro does.
1: Mm,
0: I it love turns, that suplex. huh? I love that suplex. Yeah, it's pretty good. It turns in Ziggler's favor, and he works Cesaro's leg throughout the match. Ziggler mocks Tyson Kidd by going for a sharpshooter and giving him the finger. Tyson Kidd jumps onto the apron causing the referee to take attention off of the match. Ziggler breaks a sharpshooter to blatantly stomp Cesaro in the yambag and rolls him up handful of tights. The Zigman de- demands his arm be raised while the ref looks to check on Cesaro along with Tyson Kidd. Break for commercial.
2: As we return from
0: commercial break, a brief replay containing the last five minutes of segment one is played. It's backed out of fashion. Last five minutes. I can't lose everything, you know.
2: <laughs> but like you know, bits and pieces, mm. chopped
0: up, you know. Mm. I, I don't I like if the segment felt longer when I was writing it than when I was actually doing it. Mm. You understand what I yeah. mean? Uh feedback at all on the last two segments. Good segments. Making a good comp Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Segment 3. Enzo and Cass defeat the Shining Stars. Enzo and Cass cut an in-ring promo on the Shining Stars. How they share the same love for Puerto Rico, but that the Shining Stars represent a small portion of Puerto Rico. The soft parts. The tag team champs are watching on the monitors as Enzo and Cass celebrate. Tag team champs being American Alpha. break for commercial. How you doing? How you doing? Segment four is Sami Zayn versus Elias Sampson. Elias Sampson no longer has entrance music. He instead plays his guitar and sings a song he calls a future Grammy award winning song, Ode to Zane. Sammy Zayn, listen to what I say. For today, you will merely be one note in my epic song. The pain you will feel for so long is anything but generic. Go. <laughs> He's not good. You try writing a fucking song. Oh, that's good.
1: I, I I didn't realize you said generic go.
0: Yeah. Back and forth match, Elias Sampson gains the upper hand with a lucky counter of Sammy's attempt at a haloova kick. Elias Sampson took the opportunity to showboat to the crowd instead of finishing the job, giving Sammy the chance to try another haloova kick for the win. Fade out as Zane celebrates his win. A vignette airs showing a viper sneaking up behind a bear and biting him when the screen goes black. It reads, The Viper returns next week, live on SmackDown. Nice. Yeah.
1: Bear, that could be Big Show. You got Big Show? I got Big Show.
0: You got Big Show. show. I have Big Show, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Segment 5. Now this is a... This was a little bit difficult for me to write, but John Cena calls out The Miz on his actions last week. Cena's music plays, he says, you know how when he's always talking to the camera, that thing he does? He wrote that even? Yeah. He, time to get some answers! It's go time! And he runs down the ramp, he does his thing. I've been here for 14 years. Through the years, you show me a lot of love. Some of you, not so much. Cena sucks, let's go Cena Chance. are heard. I know, I know, but I, but I love it. Made you guys really care. Cena gets serious and continues. No matter how you feel about me, you know, I come out here and I keep it 100. Unlike The Miz. See, it's not about losing out on the money. Nah. Because the poll from last, from SmackDown, in case you guys missed it, last week, Triple H put out the match of the night for the premiere episode of the Brand Split Smackdown. Where each per- participant in the match would receive $50,000. Mm-hmm. That's a perplexed look on your face if you didn't remember. So I have to refresh it. Appreciated. So, we, You know, we need replays. Exactly. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit. You know, I come out here and I keep it 100. Unlike The Miz. In his oh. See, it's not about losing out on the money. Nah, nah. It's about cheating you guys out of a great match by taking the coward's way. It's about Mark Henry getting in my business. Cena is interrupted by The Miz, whose music plays, only he isn't there. He appears on the Titantron. He is sitting in a director's chair, his wife Maurice at his side. Behind him appears a navy blue background made of fabric.
2: Look, everyone, it's The Miz.
0: The biggest flop in Hollywood since The Adventures of Pluto Nash. It's a really bad Eddie Murphy movie. Uh I had to look up Hollywood flops to put something (laughs) there. Maurice will say, Very funny, Cena, but nice try. I mean, remember the movie Legendary? Miss who's say. I don't. This, that must be a Cena movie. Because we couldn't see it. That he does the, <laughs> you can't see me. Oh, right, right. Because the thing I do with the hands kind of my, my thing. Yeah, it's a classic. Much like your constant need to take shortcuts. Cena, I don't have time for your petty jabs. I am on location, making my
2: directorial debut. Marine Six, hail to the chief. (laughs) Marine Six? There's five more of those things? This should have been a one and done. You know, like
0: your WWE title run. Oh, nice. Very funny, Cena. You know, luckily for you, Mark Henry and I are on location. Otherwise, we could repeat last week. The camera pans up to reveal it was Mark Henry's massive figure standing behind the Miz. Betraying no emotion, wearing sunglasses, and that earpiece. Mm-hmm. I remember the earpiece. Cena stares at the Tron, super serious, only to be attacked from behind by Sheamus. Sheamus is pounding Cena as Miz continues, gloating, almost as if he is in the middle of a James Bond villain monologue. Fortunately for us, you have made plenty of enemies here. All I had to do was offer Seamus here a role in my movie, and he was more than happy to lay you out. As Maurice and Miz point and laugh at Cena, Cena gains the upper hand, digging deep down, calling on the power that is hustle, loyalty, and respect. And drawing on the support of the C-Nation as he goes for the AA, only for Seamus to roll out the ring, holding the back of his head, swearing revenge. Miz and Maurice stop laughing immediately.
2: Cut the feed!
0: That's the Miz. Mm-hmm. Cena celebrates in the ring as we go to break. Seamus Se- versus Cena in a street fight is announced for next week. Hmm. And we're back. Yeah, we're back for break. Uh, the sponsors was, uh, the World of Warcraft movie and, uh. Or Vodka. Yeah. Uh, okay, so segment six is Becky Lynch versus Naomi. Uh, Naomi has a normal entrance. Shit, I didn't edit this properly. Okay. Naomi, you know, she comes in the ring, she does her thing. She
1: got the glowy sneakers.
0: Yep. Uh, Becky's entrance is slightly different. She steps through the smoke from her entrance. Eyes focused, fists balled up at her side, almost as if in a trance. A battle trance. She's focused, ready for a fight. Becky wins with a disarmor. However, the decision was reversed when Becky refuses to release. She shoves the referee and does an explosive Bexplex on Naomi. She's made a statement. It's last kicking time. Mm camera fades out on Becky, whose face was not the expression of someone who just wrecked another human being. No. This was someone who found a purpose. See, the brand split is doing things to people. It's making them want to succeed more. And eventually, maybe we'll go in depth on this. You would have to stay tuned to episode three of SmackDown. <laughs> you don't want to miss it, kids. We'll go to break. Is that Morrow talking? Yes. Now it is. It's not even on here. Okay. <laughs> Segment seven. Backstage with Renee Young. Renee Young is backstage standing before the door. This should be a door. Before a door that reads, Triple H, Chief Operating Officer. Renee. She says, I'm here trying to get a word from the COO Triple H on the events that went on earlier today. The door opens, but instead of Triple H, it's corporate Kane. Oh, hello, Renee. How are you tonight? <laughs> um, I'm good. I was wondering if I could get a word with the COO about earlier today. Kane closes the door and emerges five. Okay, apparently it's 30 seconds later. Sorry, Renee. He's very busy right now. But I do have good news an exclusive just for you. I will personally be rewarding the winners of the WWE.com poll tonight at the end of the show. That's great. Any hint on who it could be? Sorry, Renee. You'll have to wait a little bit longer. Just like the rest of the WWE universe. Well, there you have it. Before Renee can send it back to the announce team, Kane finishes it for her as Renee looks on as if she can't even. Back to you, Renalo. What's the poll for? Last match of the Night? Yeah, last week's Match of the Night thing. Okay. The, 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 you gotta remind us. I have to remind... Okay, Again, I'm going to remind you guys that last SmackDown, there was a poll for the match of the night. Of all the matches that I can't remember because I'm not looking at last week's episode, mm-hmm. the, the rest of the matches don't matter. You're going to know the winner of the match. It was uh, uh, Tyson Kidd took on Ty Dillinger last week. That was one of them. Uh, John Cena versus The Miz was another one. But who won last week? Who won the, the poll? That's gonna be at the end.
2: Oh, I see. Oh. I oh. just told okay. you, Kane just said. For last
1: week. Okay. Last week's poll winner will be rewarded tonight. Yeah,
0: I didn't think it was confusing.
1: Okay. Well, maybe it's the vodka. I don't know. At you listen. can't do this! You can't do this! Every episode is someone's first.
2: And what if they're drunk, like me? I don't know what this is. <laughs> You're trying to bury me! <laughs> You're trying to bury me in the middle of my show! I'm very self-conscious.
0: Alright,
1: let me it's try. It's
2: good, I like
1: it. I'm trying to help. I'm trying, I'm, A, I'm trying to follow. And B, I'm trying to help Alright, like I don't
0: want to lose it. I don't want to lose you.
1: I'm good.
0: Alright, you might like this segment. Well, you liked all of it. Segment 8. Luke Harper with Bray Wyatt. Versus Apollo Cruz,
1: hmm.
0: Harper wins with a discus clothesline. Bray Wyatt has a microphone in hand while Luke Harper stands victorious.
2: What you witnessed here is a truth, undeniable truth. All who stand before us are sacrificial lambs to the glory of my family. You will
0: all bear witness, for this is what you must all see. Come let see. Dead. And for a break. Nice. Our broadcast team informs us of breaking news. Next week, we will have a number one contenders battle royal for the heavyweight championship. Hmm. Segment nine. During the break, the ring transitioned for the reward ceremony to the match of the night chosen by the WWE Universe from last week. There's a podium in the center of the ring. Standing behind it, is the big-suited Monster Kane. On both sides, there are two briefcases. Last week, Triple H put a poll up on WWE.com, where you, the WWE Universe, would choose the match of the night. The participants in the winning match would each receive $50,000. a lot of money. you yep. Here are the results, as voted by you. Displayed on the big screen, an order of votes was every match from last week. The votes were close. However, the winning match was Charlotte versus Liv Morgan. The newcomer from NXT upset the Women's Champion last week. Well, the WWE Universe has spoken. Ladies, please make your way down to accept your award. Charlotte comes down. Music. She makes her way to the ring. She appears completely surprised by the fact that she won the money. Charlotte grabs a mic. Wow, you guys. I just have no words. I mean, you finally made a smart decision for once in your lives. You should all be so proud. Very good. Liv Morgan's music plays. She makes her way to the ring, slapping hands of the fans as she makes her way. She's happy to be here. Thank you, WWE Universe. You know, when I was a little girl, I watched Charlotte blast Liv Morgan with one of the money-filled briefcases. (laughs) Mainly because I don't know much about her, Mm -hmm. because she hasn't really spoken. (laughs) She's from Jersey. It's Star- one Oh yeah, that's right. Charlotte blasts Liv walking with one of the money-filled briefcases and starts to lay into her. He then dumps her out of the ring like hot garbage as Kane exits the ring on the opposite side. SmackDown authority figures don't get involved in altercations that don't include them directly. Charlotte grabs a mic, so because I figured you guys, why would need to do anything if they don't. They don't get involved. Okay. The only reason our match got picked was because of me. I am genetically superior and the one true women's champion. The end all be all of this division. Your win was a fluke. You're nothing. Becky Lynch emerges from the crowd and jumps Charlotte from behind. They get into a knockdown drag out. Becky has the upper hand. So Charlotte bolts. Grabbing both briefcases and running off like a thief of the night. Damn. She stands at the ramp, with both raising both briefcases, gloating. And we fade to black. Yes, I did close with a women's segment. That's great. The, the whole, end.
1: The whole episode was great. I will just change two things, but they're both about the last segment.
0: Okay, what and about the bad. last segment? A.
1: When Charlotte hit Liv Morgan with the briefcase. A bunch of money should have flown out.
0: Right. That's what I was thinking. And I B... I was thinking a bunch of money
1: should fall out. And Charlotte should have grabbed the other briefcase to try and walk away. And that's when Becky attacks her. And Becky takes the briefcase.
0: Okay. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. But this is leading into something else. Okay. For the pay-per-view. I like it. Thanks. I love Liv Morgan. She's fucking great. Yeah. Because I figure... She's got a good Instagram. Eh, she has an okay Instagram. Like things that they don't really do anymore. Mm-hmm. Stuff with money. Mm-hmm. Like everybody likes money. Like you like money. Yeah, I like money.
1: I think at this point the the E feels that everyone knows that all the wrestlers make like a million a year. Yeah. So do so they really need more money? That's why it's a bonus. A bonus is a bonus. Listen, I can't. I can't argue. It's a good episode.
0: Um Yeah, I try not to make it drag so yeah, you know eleven pages. Ten pages. Including the cover.
1: Like I would only go in detail for, with promos. Yeah, you know, if I'm gonna go in detail on a match or an injury or something. Well I didn't do good.
0: much matches. Yeah. I had to do how Ziggler won the match. Mm-hmm. And, um, how, well, like I said, like, it's by, cause I ha- previously on other episodes, I told you that I was two TVs ahead of you. Yeah. I scrapped both of them. Oh. Cause I didn't like what I had. So. It
1: wasn't a bad segment.
0: Thank you. Uh, that, cause I wrote that while you were here. That's what I was having trouble with. The whole thing? What the whole last segment? Oh okay. The last segment was what, I, what what I was on. But yeah, I like I like the focus of Becky. Yeah, I'm um. I gotta show her some love, man, because I'm I'm getting real upset when things happen to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm liking your your uh, change with Dolph.
1: He needs something.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. Because right
1: now he's there. He's, as they say, a good hand.
0: Yeah. The problem with this was that I have so many characters. That's why I, That's why I sympathize with TV. Like, mm-hmm. with Raw. I, not, not, not so much with Raw, because they get three hours. But, like, it's hard to use everybody. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, that's why I wanted to find something for Bray Wyatt to do. And Luke Harper, because I like them. Mm-hmm. And I also understand why there's so many rewrites, for raw, yeah. Because like, if you think about it, it's just me doing this, and I second guess. There's a hunt. There's a bunch of things. Let's, let's do some uh, things to explain here. Okay, so the originally the Becky match was supposed to be Paige mm-hmm. instead fighting Naomi, but I nixed that because Paige fought last week. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't fitting the storyline I was going with. Okay. So. See? Now, you want to tune in next week, cause there's questions. Mm-hmm. What the heck's going on here? So is there a
1: poll again this week for next week?
0: No, there's no poll. Oh. Th- that, that gimmick was set up for that gimmick. Okay.
1: What I would do, what I might do myself, is take the top four storylines, work on them each week because we only have three episodes to go, and then like there's a pay-per-view. Take the top four, use them each week. The bottom four, swap them out.
0: I'll think about. Like that. do one this week, one the following week. I'll think about that because the the easiest one to do. I'll tell you right now. The John Cena Miz storyline mm-hmm. is easy. Yeah. That's very easy. And I don't want to give anything away, but it's an opportunity to use a lot of people. Um. I,
1: I could kind of tell by the way you're going with it.
0: Hex. No. Miz
1: basically just gonna either offer people parts in this movie or offer the money to attack Tina.
0: We'll see. The women's one, that's another one. Mm-hmm. That's my second favorite. I figure. Um, it's kind of a passion project that one, and the heavyweight, obviously the heavyweight championship. Yeah. So, are you gonna be calling your title the WWE Championship? I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing because either the US title or the NXT title is gonna be our number one title.
0: Yeah, because my number one tag title is the NXT title, mm-hmm. so I just call them the tag team champions. And you, you know, I, I guess I didn't have much on the funny.
1: A little bit with Cena and Miz.
0: Yeah, I tried to with him, cause like, it's, it's very difficult to write for other people. Cause like, you have to be, you know, like Cena, I could do, cause I like him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we've known him for like 14 years or whatever. Uh, Miz, you know, but.
1: There are Cena fans. That weren't alive when he started.
0: No shit, it's right? Ridiculous.
1: Well, yeah, we weren't alive when Hogan started originally. Not when he started originally. When he got to the WWF, we were. I was. Was it 81? 83? Something like that.
0: I don't have a good memory. You need to that. That's too far. That's too, too far in the way back. Network. Network?
1: Oh, yeah. Did you want to shoot on that?
0: Listen, man. I'm over here trying to show my girlfriend the glory of Classic Shield matches. And he keeps cutting off asking me if I want to watch live programming from the WWE we- Network. Here's the answer. No. No. No! I wanted to watch what I wanted to watch.
2: So after a while, I got super frustrated and I shut the motherfucker off.
0: You can't tell me what to watch. And it was like three times.
1: I, I was here. I saw that shit. You were there.
0: Hey, okay, right there. you guys owe me a PlayStation remote. Here's another thing: The Rock, The Rock owes me an hour and however long Central Intelligence was. Mm-hmm. Not a good movie, but the potential was there. Mm-hmm. Not a good movie. It's unfortunate. Kevin Hart owes me money too. Well, they don't owe me money technically, but they owe me my time. I'm very disappointed. Also. Rock is very good at hyping movies because he honey dicked me.
1: Him and Kevin I Remember they were doing the thing The on- two of them! Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The two of them, they got to me. Well, you know, I'm going to be a little more wary in my viewing preferences.
1: So, on a scale of, uh, zero to five
0: chairs, what do you
1: give it? Zero to five steel chairs.
0: Zero being... I don't hit them with any steel chairs. No, so- zero...
1: Mm-hmm. I, that's a good point. I don't know. Uh...
0: Five steel chairs, as in, I want to hit them with five steel chairs oh, right. five times.
1: So it's kind of like a Rotten Tomatoes rating system.
0: So bad, I like there was like one funny part, I think, maybe, and then the rest of it was ah garbage.
1: You or her had suggested that all the all the good parts were shown in the commercials. They were now a bunch of those parts were chuckle worthy,
0: mm-hmm. not. Laugh out loud is hysterical.
1: Is that how you would
0: describe it? See, my bar for movies, Mm -hmm. like, I had to laugh so hard, like, for a comedy movie. I have to laugh so hard, I'm gonna cry. Mm -hmm. Like, I make myself laugh better than that fucking movie did. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I laugh harder from talking about buttholes. You know? We have. We had. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? This isn't good at
1: all. Not a good movie. Wasn't there that one time that you, you kept saying butthole and
0: just saying butthole was cracking you up? That's it. And I developed an immunity. I ruined it for myself. It fell out. It's, it just, I would have tears mm-hmm. streaming down my face. Butthole. Yeah. It's it? like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's tight. doesn't anymore. So yeah, I, I love comedy. It's my favorite thing hmm. ever. So, if you can't make me laugh, bro. Did you see Trainwreck? I did. How was it? It was a good movie. Okay. So I, was, I was I wanted to see it. It's a good movie. Get the unrated one. Holy like, duh. Um, that's a good movie. I think John Cena should do more movies, but like, definitely a movie where he doesn't like he do he'd do better in comedies. Like, his action movies, mm, not good. Like, The Marine was alright. Mm hmm. Didn't see it yet.
1: Yeah. Don't care. What the fuck we talking about? I'm not a fan of action movies, personally. Like, I
0: like comedies. Do you like documentaries?
1: It depends on what it's about.
0: Like, any WWE documentary I'll watch. Yo, you know what's a crazy documentary you probably wouldn't like anyway? Uh, they did one for. Um, it's called OJ Simpson, Made in America. It's like sure. six parts. Really, it's crazy. It's like a time capsule, dude. It's like watching this. It's like a movie, but it's like we lived through that. We like did. that was like on the news and shit. I'm like, what? We came such a long way. Like people would just still be discriminated against because of the color of their skin. Nowadays, everybody's real super sensitive like it's good and it's bad. It's good that we're you know we're protective of each other and respect each other, but you could respect each other and kind of you know make fun of each other because it's just jokes.
1: What if o j in in Ford Bronco had Twitter?
0: That would be great like what would he tweet? That's a good question like. And would they probably wind up being deleted anyway? Probably. <laughs> it's like, OMG, I totally killed her. Lolol. Yeah.
1: Oh, I remember they did uh, this fucking funny sketch on Saturday Night Live where Tim Meadows was playing OJ Simpson, but he was um analyzing a football game. And he was, you know how they have the, the graphic thing where, like, they'll show you, like, everyone's positions. With the white marker yeah. thing? Yeah, and you do the white marker, and so he's highlighting people's positions and saying this is what they should do, this is what they should do, but it ends up spelling
0: out, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he for sure did it. But it's until we bit guilty, right, you know? Oh, yeah, he did. Like, he,
1: he uh, was successfully defended in the criminal case, but he lost the civil case. The wrongful death. So, he might not have done it, but he was responsible for it.
0: What the fuck the distinction is, I have no idea. I think it's like, alright, we didn't get it with this, but we can get it with this. Yeah, but... Let's try this one.
1: How are you responsible? Okay. If he didn't do it. If, that's a big if. We don't know anything. Yeah, I'm just saying, if he, if, if OJ did not kill Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman, can't believe I remember the names.
2: If it's he a good did, thing you
0: do.
1: If he didn't kill them, how is he responsible? Did he pay someone to do it? That's a good question. If that's the case, then that's conspiracy to commit murder. And that's a completely different
0: thing. It's not a civil thing. Doesn't a conspiracy involve three people? No, oh, could be two. Oh. I remember people thought Cato Kalen did it. Did he write a book called "If I Did It"? Did he? OJ. OJ. Oh, he might have. He's so stupid. And then he he went and fucking
2: committed got an himself arreste- arrested.
0: Like it's almost like guilt. Like he felt like he had to pay for it somehow.
1: I think he accused the owner of the pawn shop or whatever it was for stealing his shit. Whatever.
0: He really did make the distinction that he wasn't black, he was OJ. He did? Yeah, he said that. For real, said that. I don't remember that. OJ. Oh, okay. Does that mean he's orange? Like, I've heard, like, interviews from him. There's something about that guy. He's a strange dude. Anyway, fuck that shit. He didn't wrestle. Yeah. He he'd never wrestled to go home, right? Yeah, man. I'll do it. Oh, yeah, turn. Yeah, it's my turn. Giggity. Well, I want to thank you guys for sitting around and giving a listen to my, uh, second episode of my, uh, SmackDown that I wrote. Uh, feedback is welcome. I ain't scared. Um, I just want to say, um, it was an honor and a privilege to share this with all of you guys. Um, I mean, it's not perfect. I'm not an expert. You should see the grammatical errors that I had. All the red lines. All the red lines. <laughs> uh, I fixed them on the, the processor. But it's a working process. And, you know, if you feel like you have something inside your head, just put it out there. Just try something. Because it's important to express yourself creatively. Because you never know when... You, you're not going to be able to. Well, maybe you'll come up with something awesome. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, that ties into the message at the end of the podcast, but for now, I am obligated to tell you guys that the basement bookers are available on Facebook. Okay? Like, you know, um, you could post messages there um, for direct contact with podcast stars at RichTheRiz at FacebookJer fire up that Twitter machine baby and the basement bookers collectively don't use the basement bookers handle but it's there. At RichTheRiz, at Share, at Facebook Bookers, hook it up on Stitcher something happens over there please rate and review on iTunes if you have the time if you have the chance Five star minimum. Um, hit that subscribe button. You hit that subscribe button because it will automatically be ready to listen to whenever we whenever this gets uploaded for your listening pleasure. For your listening pleasure. <laughs> We're ribbed for your pleasure. Yeah, uh, We all have ribs. Del Rio's missing three in my story. There he is. That's oh, They're right. broken. They're broken. It's still in there crazy I don't know. Maybe Roman Reigns found him in the hospital and removed them. He's a surgeon now.
1: You could say spoilers?
2: Question mark?
1: He wants ribs for dinner. The
0: doctor is here.
2: (laughs) And as always, the
0: match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. Do what the man says.
2: Follow the booker. Booker. Shut up. (laughs) Follow the booker.